0: After years at sea, we have looked around. We finally found one. Tom, Tom, are you there? Are you there, Tom? Michael, Michael, is that you? Oh my gosh, we finally found each other. We can finally do the podcast again.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Who cares about food and water? We can still podcast.
0: We don't need food or water. We just need each other. Exactly. If only we could find Nikki.
1: He's still lost at sea somewhere.
0: He's still lost. Nikki, come back. We miss you. Nikki, we're going to try to find you out there. Eventually, we'll find it in our quest for championships. Welcome back to the Epic Fantasy Football League Podcast. It has been a long time since we have last recorded, and we apologize. We were lost, but now we're found. It is uh, now going into week four of my second season of the Epic Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am Michael Carey, manager of the Seattle Spartans, joined by my co-host, Tom Stamatakos, the manager of the Providence Steamrollers. Two historic franchises, not really, one's historic, mine's a, now an expansion team. Tom, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Um, I think the people deserve a podcast, so I'm glad we're gathered here today to do this.
0: I am as well. Tom, you are coming off a thrilling, heartbreaking win um, last week in which I, the manager of the Seattle Spartans, lost thanks to a missed extra point by Greg the Leg, uh, Greg Zerline, that cost me negative two points in my .64 loss. Um, Tom, how'd you do it? How are you still the king of luck?
1: I don't know. I will gladly accept that title. Um, I had no business winning two weeks ago against Boland when Aaron Jones exploded. I had no business winning last week against you with a, mix, with a missed extra point. Um, I'll happily take that title as long as the wins keep coming.
0: You're 2-1 and one on the season, you're off to a good start, but you still might be a little underrated in these power rankings. We're going to find out. What we're going to do today on the podcast is run down the line um, based on the voted power rankings, and we're going to talk a little too high, too low, just right. So Tom, let's get it started at number 12, which was the Chicago Bears. Now, the Chicago Bears currently sit, um, what's their record? Holy cow. Where are they? What's their record, Tom?
1: They're 1 and 2.
0: They're 1 and 2. Why, how am I missing this? Oh, yeah, Rev you're playing them this that's week. Yeah, he Rev hasn't Cav. changed his name. He hasn't changed his name. Okay, so um, I, that's why I couldn't find him. This is a team that has some talent on it Aaron Rodgers, uh, Nick Chubb, DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen. But you look at the flex positions, Henry Ruggs, and Kareem Hunt. What do you think, Tom? Too high, too low, just right?
1: I think they are just right. Just right, totally He's just
0: right.
1: right. You have him at 12th, huh? Yeah, I I, mean 11th since you don't vote for yourself, but I have him at 11th. Um, I don't know, I, I really don't believe in this team. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. I, it's... it's. Um, I think there's just a bit too much left on the table. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, what he got him in the second round, and he really hasn't looked um, like what we all expect him to be. DK Metcalf, he's not getting the big explosive plays. I don't know. I just don't think he has that high ceiling to to win some of these games. He'll he'll win some of the more average scoring games. I just don't think he, he can really explode. And he doesn't have the depth to do that either.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Christian Kirk, although he's off to a really good start to the season, uh, the rest of his bench is not looking great. Uh, I don't know if any of these guys are really starting options besides Christian Kirk. Uh, so I can't... Really disagree with you, but I still think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going gonna to get better. I think Metcalf will, you know, he's just so talented. He hasn't been that bad. He'll, he'll explode one of these days. So I'm going to disagree. I think he is a little too low. I think I'd have him a few spots higher here. Okay. On to the next team, which would be the San Diego Chargers. And Michigan just scored a touchdown. Ooh. Okay. The San Diego Chargers, managed by Nikki Abs, our other um, podcast host, who is not here today, unfortunately, because he's—I don't know what he's doing—bad stuff.
1: Very bad stuff. Criminal.
0: Shame. Um, he's sitting at number 11, 0 three on the season. Tom, too high, too low, just right.
1: He is a just a bit too low. Um,
0: I have Ooh. him ranked.
1: Okay. Let's see ninth in my power rankings but he is a ele- he is what 11th in epic power rankings? so
0: 11th in epic yes yeah
1: I, I think I think he's a bit too low I still am really worried for his team um he's not getting very consistent production out of a lot of his guys uh I don't know Zeke's points are being stolen from him from Pollard Gibson not getting uh all the totals we think he'd be getting. Um, I mean, Hertz has actually been quite nice for him, but, and then you look down his flex spots, just like a bit, a bit, a bit too many questions. I don't want, I wouldn't want to be relying on Corey Davis, Emmanuel Sanders to fill those roles and really, really lacking depth, especially the running back position. So I, I worry for him. I hope he can turn around. I think he probably will. He'll pull some trades off or do something, but not really loving what I'm seeing right now.
0: Agreed. I, I'm going to go just right with this team. I think it's not um it's not a fantastic roster, and there's not a lot of depth, especially at the wide receiver position. That's the one that I think, like you touched on, is the weakest. You have Keenan Allen, who's good, but is, is he going to explode like a Tyree Killer, Devonte Adams, with the way that Mike Williams is playing? I don't think I don't think so this year. Um, and then you're starting Emmanuel Sanders and Corey Davis, although they have had decent starts um there's going to be some inconsistency there the bright spot on this team so far has been tj hawkinson and jalen hurts kind of later round picks hawkinson more of a middle round guy but um nice player so far but i think the way this team is Nikki's gonna have to make some moves to turn this around if i were him i'd probably sell zeke for some um depth pieces get two starters out of one and um try to go from there but yeah, I'm gonna go just right for this team. I think I think he's 0 3 for a reason. Not to put too much disrespect, but yeah. Uh, up next, uh, Scranton. Scranton Stranglers. You know they are off to a two and one start. Yet they are ranked tenth in the power rankings. Tom, what do you think about this?
1: I think they're actually ranked well appropriately. Um, I am ranked tenth in my own rankings. They're tenth and epic. I I'm not a big believer in Scranton. Um, I don't know, George Kittle, he's really had a paltry start to the season. She's, she has Cole Beasley in one of her flexes. Um, I mean, Trey Sermon, uh, Gallup, MVS, like on her bench, her bench is quite abysmal. So I don't know how she's going to do when buys hit. I I just, I'm really not a big believer in her. I mean, what, she's starting uh, Jamal Williams as well, so, um...
0: There's nothing wrong with starting Jamal Williams. I, I really don't think there's anything wrong. He is the RB12 on the season. Don't you yeah, yeah, yeah. throw the shade on Jamal <laughs> Williams.
1: If you're a Lions fan, he's RB12. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm not a Lions fan. But uh, the only problem I see right now is that she's playing Julio Jones, and I don't think she's really going to check her lineup, considering that Nick Folk, her kicker, is also questionable, and she's oh, playing an England kicker. Um, she does have some pieces on this bench, though, that could help. Um, Michael Pittman being one of them. Pittman's off to a solid start this year. I think he's very clearly the Colts' top option. So I'll go just right because I don't think this team is the basement of the um, of the league, but they could be – they have some uh, potential too. I think Kittle will turn it around. I'll say just right. Um, let's go to Duluth next. This is a real – oh, Richmond. Sorry, Richmond's at 9. Um. Yeah, Richmond with Russell Wilson, uh, kind of leading the way for this team. Eckler at running back. Kelsey. Oh my God, Travis Kelsey. This guy's insane. He's like the number sixteen non-quarterback, uh, or he's the number six non-quarterback in fantasy football. Oh wow. That's ridiculous. Out of a tight end, he's the number six flex in all of football. Um, what do you think of this team at this spot? Because I have a strong opinion about this team right now.
1: I think they are ranked too low. Um, too
0: low? Okay. I I'm think too low. Interesting.
1: And mainly for the reason that they can blow the top off of any score any week they play. The ceiling here, I think, is quite high. And um, hmm. there's certainly some unrealized gains with these players. I think they'll start to heat up as things get get rolling here. But... Um, yeah, I mean, Kelsey, like, he'll he'll score a bunch. Will Fuller, he has some home run potential. CeeDee Lamb, especially with the passing volume in that offense, just to name a few. The ceiling there is, that's like, that's partially what's going to win you weeks. Uh, you may have some down weeks, but can you actually win the big one? And um, I, I think she has, I don't know, a decent, decent shot at that. So, I'd say she's a bit too low.
0: Okay. Um... My opinion on this team has changed over time. When this team was drafted, I was really high on it. I think they're too high now. I think they would go lower in my rankings. Um, The reason being, and I'll be very clear when I explain this, Miles Sanders and Devontae Smith, both in the same lineup. Miles Gaskin and Will Fuller, both in the same lineup. Those are not great offenses, and they both can't score at the same time. That caps the ceiling of this team. And Miles Sanders is not getting the touches that you would think he's getting. Um, Gaskin and Fuller don't really have a quarterback right now with Tua Hurt. That caps the ceiling on that offense. So for that reason, I, I don't think this team is fantastic right now. Um, could it get better? It could. Um, you know, if you get a guy like Michael Carter to explode, but you also have two Jets on your bench. So I, I think the odds that two Jets are going to explode is pretty low. Um yeah, I don't love this team. Even with CeeDee Lamb and Travis Kelsey and Eckler, those are three just superstar players, but I just don't love this team. So I think they're too high. Yeah, that's I'd a good point. Put them, I'd put them last right now. you put them last? I'd put them last. Wow. I would put, um, I would put Chicago Bears above them right now.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's we disagree and on that. Maybe second wow.
0: to last. But there, there's another team that I really don't like that we're going to get to really close here. Okay. Um, and next is Duluth. The Duluth Eskimos, ranked number eight, um, one and two on the season. They're starting Ryan Tannehill, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase, um, Damian Harris plus uh, Stefan Diggs in the flex. So, wh- what do you think of this team so far? Obviously, this is a team that had injuries. Uh, A.J. Brown is hurt. Sterling Shepherd at a great start and now is hurt, and then Daryl Henderson is also hurt. So, what do you think about this squad?
1: I think at full strength, this is a very good team, and I think they're ranked way too mm-hmm. low um, in Epic. I'd rank them a lot higher. Interesting. I like his team. I like Corwin, of course, and maybe it's just I have a soft spot for the guy, but um, I think he'll definitely turn around. He has some. He definitely has some quality pieces and depth I mean yeah he's having to use his depth right now and I think he still has you know a decent starting squad so once once some of those guys come back and A.J. Brown Sterling Shepard and Henderson hopefully he'll be off to the races again I know he he hasn't had the best start but um that's partially has to do with some luck you know who's played point totals all that
0: that's fair um yes this team well point totals haven't been too harsh on him so at this point, uh, points against, he is kind of middle of the pack, uh, 366 against, which is, yeah, right in the middle. So, so it's not bad. Um, what I'd say right now about this team is it's probably just right. Um, I think the the starting of Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor really caps the ceiling. We talked about that a little bit with Maddie's team. And then um, with Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase, the same thing. However, Cincinnati is showing up. They're a pretty good offense, and they throw the ball a lot. So I'm starting to think maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. Um, Diggs is going to figure this out. I'm confident in that. And he's going to get Daryl Henderson back, who could probably take the uh, Nahemu Hines. So in about a two-minute span where I was going to rank, just bury this team and tell you how bad they are, I've changed my mind, and I think they're actually pretty solid, probably just right uh, at this point in the season. If A.J. Brown gets back healthy, like you said, watch out so
1: yeah he'll figure it out
0: tom yeah i think he will he's a good manager finished second last year right
1: yeah Yeah. crushing loss to the commissioner in the championship game
0: yeah that was rigged 100% rigged rigged um rigged all right let's uh let's go with you tom you are tied with philadelphia uh for the sixth place spot your team has had a very interesting start. Like you said, you've had some uh, very close wins in the first few yeah. weeks, but you're sitting at 2-1. and one. Um, you, know, you have a good team. You've got Tom Brady at quarterback. He's the number two quarterback so far. Aaron Jones, number two running back so far. Uh, Mr. Brandon Ayuk has decided to be back from the dead, which is huge for your team. And then your flex spots. Not quite as good, but they're there. Um, so where do you think about your team so far?
1: I'm somewhat disappointed with my team, and I think I'm ranked too high. Uh, I'm tied with Philly in the ranks here, but I think I, I think I should be lower below Duluth, probably below, um, I don't know, one of those other teams down there. Because I, I like my quarterback and running backs. I have a lot of concerns with wide receiver. Allen Robinson has not been um, playing up to snuff. Partially due to the quarterback situation. Ayuk, he had one game back from the dead. I don't know if that's going to continue. Mike Evans, any one of the three Tampa Bay wide receivers could pop any given week. Four if you include Gronkowski. And then the other flex spot, uh, I mean, it's between a Tim Patrick, a Mooney, a Marshall, a Moore. I just have too many questions from the wide receiver spot down that I'm not comfortable yet with this team.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, I think you're probably just right. Uh, your points four is sitting at eighth in the league, but your max points four is right there at sixth. So you're kind of right in the middle. I'm going to go just right. Um, looking at these stats, I'd probably change my answer and actually would bury Noah's team because his max points four is second to last and his points four is last. So I'm going to say I'm going to change some of my answers. I'm going to say you're just right. Noah's way too high. He should be last. So, got Okay. Uh, these are bold takes that I'm changing now, mid-show. <laughs> noah, your team is trash, and I'm talking trash to you. Prove noah, are all. you
1: there? Are you there, Noah? noah
0: Noah's noah been lost in the fog for years.
1: We're putting on IPB for Noah's team.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um... Let's talk about a team that I think has been surprisingly, um, you, you know, Mike Bowen's team. The Philadelphia Eagles, uh, this is a team that I don't know what we expected out of this squad. But I, I thought they would get off to a better start than this. They're sitting at 1-2, and two, yet they're still ranked at 6th in the power rankings. Um, too high, too low, what do you think?
1: I think they're too low. And oh, this man. was not I think
0: a, everybody's too low. Well,
1: that's just, I'm just going according to my ranking, so. Um, okay, okay. Don't worry, we got some two highs coming up shortly. I um, oh, can't wait. <clears throat> I I did not really like this team coming into the year, but I actually think he has um, a quite capable squad. DJ Moore has been sensational, Tyler Lockett, sensational. Darren Waller, sensational. And you know, Justin Herbert. Sensational. Oh, not to mention he has Delvin Cook on his bench. Like James Robinson's getting a ton of work. Yeah. He's got Chuba Hubbard playing right now. I think I think he has good depth, and all the guys that he started week to week have pretty much been hits um up up to this point in the season. So yeah, he's one and two. I get that. His points for is third highest in the league. And, um, you know, that's just, he probably should be a bit higher in terms of record. Um, His points against middle middling. So uh, I I think he has a really, really capable squad. And up to this point, like, especially his receiving core, they've been hits.
0: I'm going to agree with you, especially right now. Right now, sitting right here with uh, Chuba Hubbard definitely going to be a starter for him this week um he is too low i think this is a clearly a top three team at this point in the season herbert is finally figuring it out james robinson is trying is finally figuring it out you talked a lot about his receivers and the receivers are awesome so yeah i'm 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 on board here i think he's too low right now um even with the dj chark injury which was a nice depth piece for him um jalen rager hasn't been unplayable He's been okay. And he'll get Dalvin Cook back this week. So watch out for this team. I mean, this is a team that, although they're one and two, could legitimately contend for the title. I really like Mike Bolin's team.
1: I agree. And also I thought he overdrafted James Robinson. I thought he way overdrafted him. He's he's turned out so far.
0: Yeah, I, I was dead wrong about that. Because I, I agreed with you. I thought he overdrafted James Robinson. And um I really wanted James Robinson in that round. I remember sitting there being like, well, Robinson could fall to me. You nope. Know, Bolin was like, nah, I got him last year. I'm taking him this year. Yeah. So, sad. I wanted him back. All right. Um, it actually worked out for me because I ended up with Swift. Let's talk about myself next. The Seattle Spartans, uh, currently 1-2 off a tough loss last week, um, ranked number five, which I'm going to be honest, I think is a little too high for this team. This team has a running back problem. The, the wide receivers, um, at least Calvin Ridley, has not been as dominant as I had hoped. So I thought that was going to be my strength. And my quarterback that I took early and my uh, Calvin Ridley, my second-round wide receiver, they have not turned out as good as I thought they would be. And for that reason, I think this team is a little too high.
1: I think that's, that's fair. Uh, you definitely do have a running back problem. I think you're just about right, though, because you do balance your lack of running backs um, or lack of running back power with Dak Prescott and the, the high volume offense as well as your receiving core. So I think you'll be fine. I think five is about right for you. Um, I mean, it'd be nice if a Tyson Williams you know, got more workload, but um, I, I think you'll figure it out
0: i'm hoping so um you know swift has been really nice for me early he's just getting so many touches which has really saved my running back room i mean you're looking at but he's had 19 receptions through three games uh that's pretty darn good mm-hmm. so that that's really helpful that's most that's more than i think calvin ridley has had which is just ridiculous but yeah so we'll see what goes on um with this team Ridley is not in a great offense but he needs to step it up uh Javante Williams I think will take over the workload especially this week as um Melvin Gordon is questionable and Melvin Gordon's always hurt so I think that could be huge for me I think I'm a little too high at this point right now like there's a lot of potential here I still think I have a pretty solid team but uh they've got to put it together for me to really believe that I can contend right now
1: I do feel bad for you that you're in the Bills backfield business. Um, I I had Singletary and Moss <sighs> I last want to year, talk about it. and Moss. I know he's had a couple good games the past couple weeks, but he's super touchdown dependent, and I feel your pain on that one.
0: It, but my question is, do I start him or Tyson? Like I should I should have started Schuenal. That should have been my play, but I didn't. And now do I go with Zach Moss or Tyson? Yeah, I don't know. That's really tough choices to have to make. Yeah. Probably Zach Moss, um, but... Because he's playing Houston.
1: Yeah, and Tyson against so, Denver.
0: All right. Let's get to a team I really am excited to talk about. Uh, the Denver Broncos. This team is 3-0. and The only 3-0 and team in the league. Um, they're not a bad team by any means, obviously, because they're off to a good start. Uh, Kyler Murray fantastic player with Hopkins a great stack um he's got his running back room is a little light uh considering that he has Chase Edmonds Devin Singletary as his starters at this point um he has Madison in currently probably from last week but he'll probably have to take him out um what do you think about this team he's got some really nice pieces uh he's three and zero. Tom tell me what what is this guy is he a fraud
1: he is not a fraud. He is not. What? Yeah. Um. He can double up on touchdowns with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, and there's going to be a lot of those touchdowns. Tyree Kill. He's going to have some huge games. He can blow the top off any week, and for that reason, maybe alone, I think that's something that we're that we're that we're underlooking. We're overlooking. A lot of times that we just want to, you know, we want to get. We want all the guys who can just get points. Give me 12, 15 points. But then there's always going to be the teams we play that score 150 points on us. You have to be that team, and he is that team. Um, So he's going to win a lot of weeks because of that. He may lose some because they don't show up, but that's part of it.
0: All right. I'm going to take a very different stance. This team is a fraud. This team is not as good as – has been displayed so far the running back room is too weak and i think that's going to come back to bite him i'm sorry isaac you're a nice guy i enjoyed meeting you at the epic reunion but um this team is not that good it is overrated it should be probably middle of the pack in the rankings um i think i have this team at like seven even though they're three and oh because they're last in points against i mean they literally have 301 points against them. That yeah. is by far the least in the league and it's by about 40 it's about 50 points from the second luckiest team in the league so far. So just cuz you're 3-0 does not mean you're a great team. This is power rankings and I'm not buying them. I'm not buying them as a contender.
1: I still think you're overlooking the guys that can win you that week and he has three of those guys that can win them any given week.
0: Yeah, he, but he also has guys that could like do nothing. Like, Devin Singletary could get a zero. Like, who's he gonna play in that second flex? Ronald Jones, like, or Alexander Madison with with Cook in? Like, those could give you literally zeros. I yeah. can't buy it. Like, yeah. Maybe Josh Jacobs gets back and maybe he's okay, but you still have potential zeros in your lineup, and anytime there's a zero, you're you can't you can't win. So. All right. Hey, I beat. um... Anyway.
1: I beat born with a zero in my lineup, just saying.
0: You can, but it's very difficult, hey. okay? Not everyone's as lucky as you, Tom.
1: I started Ayuk like a complete moron. I, why on earth did I start Ayuk? And I somehow still pulled off the win, so king of luck.
0: King of luck. All right, defending champion, Danny Crist, sitting at number three, two and one on the season after a week one loss. Um, this is a really interesting team. I think because there's clearly a strength to this team, and it's the running back position. Saquon Barkley is finally starting to turn it around, and then Najee Harris. Najee Harris, what the hell, man? Did you watch that game last week?
1: I saw some of it, yeah.
0: Do you see how many targets he got?
1: Mm, how many did he get? Oh yeah, he got, a, he, got he got a ton. It was like nineteen
0: targets.
1: Nineteen. Nineteen targets. Oh, I thought he had like. 12 or something 19 holy no, shit he
0: had 14 catches damn like that's ridiculous <laughs> what the heck there was a fourth and 10 play and ben roethlisberger dumped it off to him like a i check did see down. that yeah because it's Najee oh, Harris. Oh gosh. It's ridiculous like I, I just don't understand um so that's clearly a strength because the guy's gonna touch the ball 50 times a game yeah now that's gonna weakness, be huge uh yeah It's massive. And then the weakness is the wide receiver position. Robert Woods has not been off to a good start. And Juju Smith-Schuster, the same. These guys are ranked in, like, the 40s in wide receivers. Uh, Yes, Terry McLaurin, but then Marvin Jones, who's another guy who you can't rely on him every week. He's not going to be that consistent. He's not in a good team and not a good offense. So, um, yeah, I'm not really sure about this team I, I think they're probably a little uh they're probably where they should be because the running backs are so good but he, he is also second um in def- defense let's call it <laughs> points against second to last uh he, he him and uh, isaac are the lowest so he, he's kind of off to a little bit of a lucky start he, he's not really scoring um that many points either because he's second to last in points four so i'm gonna say he's overrated this guy's overrated he's not that good
1: totally agree he's gonna
0: lose this week too yeah
1: he is he is not i don't think his team's very good i think it's bottom four in the league um wow i really i I love his running backs but besides that his wide receivers it's just abysmal um i i'm just not a believer in this team and Hopefully I'm wrong because I like the guy and he he normally has decent seasons, but I don't know. No, I mean,
0: he deserves it, to lose this year.
1: It's about time, I guess. Um, I'm just not a big believer. You can't just be carried by just those two guys, two running backs, Robert Woods, Juju. I mean, Marvin Jones, I mean, come on. He's as Cordero and Mike Davis. I think I, for one, I think he overspent on Cordero. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I think he's way overrated.
0: Yep, uh, I'd I tend to agree. I think the losses are coming. The losses are coming for Danny. Um, yeah, way overrated. I think look, taking a deeper dive into this, talking to you, he, he should not he should not be in the top three. He should probably be in the bottom six. So, mm-hmm. anyway, he is 2-1. and one. We'll see. That's going to change this week, though. All right, number two. Off of a last place finish last year, is uh, Ben Ben Merkel in the Jerusalem Lions? Um, Josh Allen leading the charge at quarterback. We got Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, and then the two best wide receivers in fantasy football, just like we all expected: Cooper Cup and Mike Williams, leading the charge for him at wide receiver. Um, I gotta be. I gotta tell a story here. This guy reached out to me, and he was like, what do you think of my team in the draft? And I said, it's mediocre. Like, why <laughs> did you draft Kenny Galladay so high? Why did you draft Odell Beckham Jr. so high? He was like, well, I think I've got good wide receivers. I'm like, I'm not super high on these guys. And then he took Williams and Cup, and I was like, eh, where's the upside? Well, there's the upside, Michael Carey. Here he is. This guy is good, and I was wrong. He is... I'll just say, he, he is number two for a reason. He's appropriately ranked. He's either two or one, easily. Uh, this team's good.
1: Yeah, uh, I think he does have a really good team, and I thought he had an awful team after the draft. He's he's hit on Mike Williams, hit on Cooper Cup, hit on Odell, I guess. Um, Derrick Henry's still looking like a beast. Josh Allen's oh, back yeah. to his normal self. He's 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 hit on... A ton of players. Gronk, Slayton, I thought he was crazy for taking Gronk when he took him. I mean, yeah, he has a really good team. However, I still think he's a bit too high. I would not put him second. Um, I think there's going to be some...
0: Too high? Tu-
1: there's going to be some touchdown what? regression, yes. Mike Williams and Cooper Cup are not going to maintain that same touchdown equity that they currently have. That's going to come back to earth a little bit. Um, and with them, um, without the points. So, he still, he still has a really good team, but... I'd lower him a a couple slots.
0: I'd have this team number one. Today, this team's number one. He is uh, the leading scorer in the league, and his team just keeps getting better. Um, So, this is is where we get to our number one in the rankings, who I, I would put number two. And that's Sally. The reason I'd put her number two, she's had an amazing start to the year. The a fantastic team, um, drafted extremely well, better than I thought, but Christian McCaffrey is hurt. Um, Lamar Jackson is doing well. We got Melvin Gordon in there who is defying the laws of time somehow and is still kicking. Um, go Badgers.
1: Yes, yes. Hollywood
0: Brown has had a good start to the year. Um, Deontay Johnson was injured, but he's back. So this team is number two for me, so I think I'll call her too high.
1: She's my number one team on the year. I think she has high ceiling with a lot of players, but also a fair bit of consistency um but yeah, I mean Melvin Gordon that's been quite a nice surprise for her I'm sure, and I think she's she's the steady powerhouse that none of us expected her to be. so I'd say she's appropriately ranked at number one
0: Wow um. I think she's drafted really well. She's got a great uh, team. and It makes me really happy to see the Lions and the Saints as, you know, like one and two by far like consensus right now uh, because they were terrible last year. And it's awesome that these teams have bounced back. Um, so that makes me excited. I like the difference in the league. Like obviously Danny's two and one, but I don't think his team's that good. Um, Nikki's not having a good start to the year, and like these teams were really good last year. You and I were both uh, really good last year, and we're off to rocky starts. So, I mean, you're you better than me, but still not the not the same starts as last year. So, it's fun to have this parody, and it's exciting. This has been a great year so far.
1: I think it's good for the league. It keeps everyone excited and involved, and it's not know. It's good to see the some toilet bowl participants last year doing doing very well this year.
0: Absolutely, 100. Um, percent We've one more segment on the podcast today. Let's go. We're uh, we're three weeks into the season. Let's overreact. Let's time. Sure, Tom. I'm going to ask you some questions, and you're going to give me some candidates, um, and then we'll uh, we'll decide together. Manager of the year through three weeks. Who would you say?
1: Benjamin Markell. He's hit on. Almost all his draft picks, and he has top points for and top max points for. He's doing great.
0: I would agree with that. Um, fantastic picks with Mike Williams and Cooper Cup, mid round guys that turned out to be amazing. Um, yes, number one in max points for Gronk, another great pick somehow. Um, so, yeah, him and Sally are going to be my co managers of the year so far. Christian McCaffrey's an easy pick. After that, she did have to make some tough calls. She went with Lamar earlier than I thought she would. That turned out to be okay because Melvin Gordon has looked okay. Brandon Cooks was another mid-round pick that turned out great. It's always Hollywood Brown. Um, So, yeah, those two are going to be my uh, early candidates for manager of the year.
1: Yeah, Sally's done a great job too. Player
0: of the year so far or MVP, uh, what I think kind of look – Looking back at the draft, like where based on where this player was taken, and how they're doing so far, who would you say is the MVP so far of the Epic League?
1: Mike Williams. This guy has been okay. great for Ben Markell, especially considering where he got him in the draft. Um, it was he, was, he was, took him as a flyer pretty much, and he's been he's been exceptional. So he. Ben's got to be over the moon with his performance so far and based on the value, drive value and output, totally the MVP in my opinion.
0: I would agree with that. Um, other candidates early would be Rob Gronkowski. Uh, he's been fantastic and Cooper cup, but Mm -hmm. Mike Williams being an end of the eighth round pick, um, going at the eight ten, I think you have to, you have to go with him. Um, at this point just because that was such a it was just a ballsy pick like not that it was like a shocking pick but just like it worked out so well like you go down the line with ben's picks and you know you look at some of them don't hit but most of them hit like cooper cup rob gronkowski mike williams all these guys taken um in the fourth round or later and they've turned out to be just fantastic so um good for ben and, uh, yeah, I think those are the big two candidates at this, three candidates because Cooper Cup's been so good. Um, and we'll see how this keeps up. It's going to be really interesting to see if this uh, stays the way it is. Um, biggest bust so far this season?
1: Oh, gosh. Um,
0: could be a player. Um,
1: could be a manager?
0: Yeah, let's go with a player.
1: Okay. Biggest bust I, is a could player? Be,
0: but I... I Biggest bust as a player so far. I have have my pick.
1: Um, I haven't really thought about this too much. Uh, I'd say maybe just off the top of my head, I want to say Clyde. I think because he was drafted as, what, RB, I don't know, 12 or something. And he's more like RB 25 rest of the season, something like that. I, I just don't love the you know, where he was drafted and how he's looking now, but uh, that's a pretty weak answer, I think.
0: That's not a bad answer. I mean, Clyde's currently the RB 36 on the season. He was taken in the third round. Um, I'm going to look a little closer, and this is not going to be a popular pick with this crowd of uh, many Badgers, but Jonathan Taylor has been the bust of the season so far. You look back at the first round, and – it's hard to say that, like, Saquon Barkley has best been a bust because he's just coming off an injury, and he's bouncing back. Uh, obviously, Christian McCaffrey is hurt, but the difference between a lot of these guys like and Jonathan Taylor is that they've all had big games so far, and Jonathan Taylor has not. Um, he's just not getting – he's not in a good offense, which is not really his fault, but that's uh, that's been a big thing that's really hurt him, so – yeah, so far, Jonathan Taylor is my biggest bust of the season.
1: I think that's actually a really good pick, and I'm just looking at his snap percentage right now. 55%, 45%, 48%. That is abysmal for a guy that you want to be the bell cow that's back. The one you want to see. Yeah. So I think, I think that's a really good pick, actually.
0: Yeah, it's uh, tough sledding so far for the Colts, tough sledding for Jonathan Taylor. We saw this last year, though he did get off to a slow start, and he figured it out. So maybe he will again. We're gonna find out. Um, Tom, it's been a great show. It's great that I found you. We're getting on the ship together. We're gonna ride it back to the top, cause so far it's been a tough sledding this year. But you and I, we should be at the top. We're gonna. We find will be at the back. top. Um, I don't know if we're gonna pick up Nikki along the way, but we're gonna try.
1: Hopefully, find that guy somewhere. Maybe he's in the Amazon at this he's point, or yeah. <laughs> we'll find him he may
0: have left the bermuda triangle he found his way out yeah (laughs) all right epic league members it's been fun thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time we're gonna stop it here
1: peace